Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we explore the awakening path and we aim to do it in a raw, radically honest, open, and vulnerable way. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding. Today's episode is just a podcast, so it's not a recording from a Facebook Live or from anywhere else. It is just you and I hanging out in podcast form. The topic that we're going to explore together is, it's massive. Let's just be completely honest about this. There are 50 million things that we could go into here when it comes to healing the feminine and and five things to assist the healing of the feminine. And, and, And I could pick this apart until the cows come home. I mean, I could really go, well, healing, is it really healing the feminine? Well, it's not, it's not just healing. It's also awakening. It's also the evolution of the feminine. It's also bringing consciousness to the feminine. It's also bringing embodied light to the feminine. It's bringing love to the feminine. So I could pick the word healing apart. I could pick apart all five of these things and I could probably give you 25 more under each of those five. And then I could probably go, okay, if we're just going to look at this aspect of the feminine, we could look at these five. And then if we were to move over to this aspect of the feminine, we could look at these five. So I want to let you know that this is just a massive topic. And this just feels like what wants to be shared, what is most useful or most valuable for this format at this moment in time, for whatever reason, this is just what's coming. Um, So To set the foundation and to kind of give us some groundwork to go into this, I think what I want to share is what does it look like when the feminine is is not healed or alive or free or full or healthy to express? So let's just feel into that first before I go into the, the ways. So some of the things you can feel into with regards to your own feminine, and this is not woman-specific, man-specific, this is not gender-specific at all. This is just feminine aspect of self, and you don't even have to use feminine. You could use a different word, but feminine and masculine just seems to be really good doorways for us to explore self. It's just a doorway. It's a framework. It's a way of looking at things. And so I'm going to give you some characteristics and some traits and some things. And if the word feminine trips you up, you don't have to use that at all. So when we start to talk about this aspect, when I'm referring to the feminine in this conversation, is I'm talking about feminine that is like life force it's flow it's in tune with nature it's it's mother nature you can start to feel so it's 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 it's, it's hard to get in there from a left brain logical way because it's not the left brain logical part of us it's the intuitive side of us it's the receptive side of us the feeling side of us the emotional side of us it's the um, it's the side of us that is like the water flowing around something solid you know it's 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 life force itself it's love it's the expression of love through something into form at, at like high levels of it 
And if you feel into um, like day-to-day feminine energy and you start to feel into there's this in feminine energy, there's this wanting to connect. You know, you think of feminine like chatty Cathy's, you know, there's there's this like connecting piece. So it's, it's this connecting into all of life, connecting into other people, connecting into relationships. Relationships are very important for the feminine side of us that connecting the flow of love is extraordinarily important for the feminine, not just the receiving love, the giving love, the giving and the receiving love. So the flow of love, the flow of energy between two, the being met. You'll hear a lot of times like the feminine will speak. I just, I want to be met. I'm, I'm not being met fully. I'm not being seen for who I am. Feminine, um, is like the dance of life. Can you start to feel into what the feminine is? There's also this aspect of of the feminine always wants more fullness, like more. So you could think of eating more chocolate, um, more shopping, more things, like fill, fill, fill. We want to fill, fill self. And you can even feel that from a sexual standpoint is for the feminine, there's this filling, this feel, I want, I want to feel full. I want to feel full, right? And, and it's even just energetically, it doesn't have to be physically, you know, being filled. It can be energetic. I want to feel full. I want to take you in, right? I want you to just fill me, crack me wide open. Can you feel that in the feminine? Now, Many, I'll just speak to women because this is the Rewilding for Women platform. So many women have also opened up to their masculine in in an extraordinary way. So we all have the masculine in us, but many of us have opened in a big way to our masculine. We have very highly developed masculine um, abilities energy, highly developed masculine energy. It's funny because the right side of my body starts to go and right side of your body is often associated with masculine. Left side is often associated with feminine. (laughs) So it was just funny. I start to notice the energy shift in my body starts to happen. And masculine energy, that's energy of like goal oriented. Like there's a goal, there's a mission, there's a purpose masculine energy, um, is also like a witness consciousness. It's also like a space holding. It's the witness to something, the holding space for something, the, the providing protecting that's just creating a container for the dance of life to happen in the middle of it, right? The, the feminine to dance, to dance the dance of life in, in the middle so I know this is, it's, 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 it's wild to talk about these, but masculine's often like directional, linear, like straight line energy. Um, it's often like forward moving. Um, what else would it be? It's, it's very logical. So you also start to think of like real mental, mentalized um, and the energy of the masculine is like the, the nothingness. I know this is a lot of different ways of explaining it, but you just take what 
serves you and what helps you. And you may have your own way of explaining masculine and feminine. And again, this does not have to be masculine or feminine. But what I want to talk about is, is the healing, the opening, and the awakening of the feminine. Regardless of who we are, what kind of a body we're in, whether we're in a man body, a woman body, a man woman body, a was man now woman body, was woman now, I don't, it does, none of that, none of that matters for this conversation. And um, what else do I want to say here before I like dive into the five points? I think that's given us a solid enough foundation. So again, this is just an offering is to how it serves you best. So you take what serves you and you can leave the rest. And again, this is all just a framework and a way of talking about things. It's not black and white. It's not right or wrong. It's just steps to get into something. So when we start to talk about the feminine now and we start to feel into, you know, where is our own feminine maybe repressed or hidden or shut down or um, not feeling safe enough to express herself or not feeling valuable enough, like not feeling valuable enough or the wisdom that comes through in a feminine way, like doesn't have validation or isn't useful. So there's a huge component here of a lot of feminine energy in many of our societies, in many of our cultural norms. The feminine energy in a lot of places is not as valuable as masculine energy. It's not as valuable. So you think of a boardroom, for instance. This is just an example. We're in a boardroom and you have Joe giving analytics. He's given the numbers. He's crunched the numbers and he's, he's got like hard data and he's like, we should do this. Here's the data behind it. Great. And then you have Sally and Sally's like, that doesn't feel good in my belly. Like that just does not sit well with me. I cannot digest that decision for whatever reason. My body has just gone on lockdown. It has just shut down and this going in this direction with the company, even though Joe's numbers say all of that, but going in this direction, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> I mean, I think we all kind of know what would happen in the boardroom when Sally does that, right? I've been in corporate before, <laughs> right? I mean, I had a hard time saying, oh, my gut feel and it would be like, <laughs> and I'm... I'm not saying that one is more valuable than the other. I'm saying that they are both wisdom aspects of humanity. They're both wisdom aspects. It's just that the masculine wisdom aspects predominantly and historically have been valued and followed and trusted. Trusted is a really big word here. Trusted in a way that the feminine wisdom has not been trusted. I mean, her very nature is... Is, has been deemed untrustable. She's, she's untrustable because she's not solid. She's not safe. She's not secure. She's, she changes. She's fluid. She flows. 
right? And, and we don't, we have a hard time <laughs> building on that. We have a very hard time building on that. So that's just a little bit of a doorway in to start to feel into some of this. And the first point that I have when it comes to healing the feminine is honoring these, these knowings, honoring these knowings, honoring the way that feminine wisdom shows up, honoring deeper body wisdom, honoring it, trusting it, listening to it. You know, you, how many times have you had the gut feel? All the analytics pointed in this direction, but the gut feel was this is not a good decision, but you override that. So you override it and you go down that path and then all hell breaks loose and you're like, I knew it. I knew it, right? Hindsight's 2020. I knew it. I knew it. It did not feel good to me. It did not feel good to me, but I didn't listen. I didn't listen. And again, I'm not saying to get rid of rational left brain logical. I'm not saying to get rid of Joe. Like Joe's wisdom is wise. It's just a different wisdom. So one aspect of really starting to heal our own feminine is really starting to listen to what the hell the body's saying to start to listen to what these deeper wisdom centers are saying we have heart wisdom we have womb wisdom you know men have womb wisdom hara wisdom like gut brain we all we were starting to see the research is finally there there's a gut brain there is a heart brain these are big wise centers in our body that don't create spreadsheets, that don't crunch numbers and all of that, but they know, you know, my gut knows when it's not a good decision and I can't put a story as to why it's not a good decision, my gut will tell me this is not digestible. This is not digestible. This is not good. This is not good. You can't see it in the 3D world yet. You can't see it from your five senses why this is not good. But it's like there's this capacity in self to know the outcome without knowing it logically. To You feel the outcome in your body. It doesn't register. You might not see the picture of what it is. It doesn't come into a store. But there is a part of the body that knows it. That, that knows it. And part of healing our own feminine is to start to speak that language, to start to learn the language, to learn the language of the feminine, learn the language of the heart, learn the language of the body, learn the language of our intuition. Our intuition is constantly speaking. It's constantly talking. It's just that we don't know how to listen to that language. It feels foreign to us. It's like, oh, I have a stomach ache again, you know, or, oh, I have another cold or, oh, I've whatever, however that's showing up for us. So point number one, healing the feminine is starting to tap into, allow for honor and express that inner truth, that inner truth, even if it's not logical, even if it's not rational, it's just us honoring it. And it may not be that the outside world is going to honor it. You might be in the boardroom. You might be in the boardroom and Joe is going to win. But to also not need the external to accept it. It's us. 
right? It's, it's us, it's us accepting it, us honoring it, us speaking it. Like I'm going to speak it. I'm Sally and I'm in that boardroom and I'm going to speak it. I'm not going to attach to the outcome. I'm not going to let the outcome hurt me or let their response hurt me. I'm going to be so solid in my honoring of my own intuition and my honoring of my truths that I can stand here in my knowings and in my wisdom solidly. That's a huge part of starting to heal the feminine. That's, that's like us saying to those deep feminine wisdom centers within, like, I've got you. I'm listening. I've got you. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I am present to you. I am witnessing you. I am present to you. Right? Um, that's so funny because as I'm speaking that, I'm feeling how that's such a masculine masculine words. I've got you. I'm witnessing you. I see you, right? That's like, I'm, I am witness to, I will move based on your wisdom. And the second point that I have on my list is strengthening of our own inner masculine. And that was exactly what that point was that we like beautifully wove into from point one is point two is the stronger our own masculine is, the better we are at holding the fullness of our feminine. And you saw that in that example. You saw that I could, I, my own masculine, can hold, honor, witness, love, respect, move from, make decisions based on the feminine right? Because I am solid here. I don't need to source my external masculine from the guys in the boardroom or the masculine energy in my company. I'm not saying it has to be from men. It could be women. doesn't matter. It could just be the energy of masculine in the office. I don't have to source the witness consciousness from them. I don't have to source the love from the honoring from them. I actually can source it from here. I can source it from here or I can tap into divine masculine holding that container, that container that is so big and full and powerful and that container that is far beyond most humans' capacity to hold space, most humans' capacity to witness the feminine. So this is a huge one. This is a huge one. It seems incredibly counterintuitive. I feel like I could do a whole podcast on just this one. It feels so counterintuitive because, well, wait, I'm strengthening my masculine. Doesn't that crush my feminine? No, the masculine aspect that you're strengthening is the one that holds, honors, reveres, and loves all aspects of the feminine all aspects of the feminine. So you're opening up to this capacity in self that can love your wildness, can love your emotional swings, can love your uh, wild woman, medicine woman, dark goddess, fierce lover, whatever aspects have been deemed as not nice girl or not acceptable or too much, right? You suddenly... Don't ever feel like you're too much. You never feel like you're too much. That goes away. That, like, can you imagine? You can be as fluid, as sensitive, as alive, 
as awake as, as possible and you don't feel like you're too much. Because you've got, you've got you. You've got you. You don't need someone else to have you. You don't need the guys in the boardroom to honor your deep truths. You just need to honor your deep truths. And there's this thing where, you know, we might have this thought or you might have this thought going on, okay, well, this might really screw up my relationship. This will only make your relationship better. It will only, it it cannot do anything other than strengthen your relationship. Now it's you, I'm going to say this word and I know this might trip us up too, but you surrender that part of you over to other when, where it is appropriate, right? When it feels good, when it is right, when it is in alignment with your highest self, you let go of your masculine capacity to hold yourself, to hold the world, to honor your own feminine. You let go of it, right? You, you, re- you relax it, you release it, you let go of it. And then another, when we're wanting to connect and we're wanting to come into sacred union and we're wanting to polarize each other and and play and make love and all of those things, when we're wanting to do that, then we let that go. We let that go. And And that's perfect. Also, because our own masculine is developed to this degree, it will not allow you to pull in crappy partners, (laughs) right? There's also this aspect of you now know what it's like to have a conscious masculine holding you. So there is no more attracting crappy partners in. There is no more accepting unconscious toxic masculine expressions from your partner or your closest people. You don't accept that. Sure, they can play out their stuff, but you're not going to, you know, just like, okay, yeah, hold me in this shitty container. Yeah, go ahead. You know, yeah, that's... You actually will demand, and without even speaking it, you don't even have to speak this. You know, this is just energetically, you will magnetize and attract in higher consciousness masculine in all, all around you. You will bring in higher consciousness masculine. It's just what happens, right? So, so I don't want us to start thinking like, oh, great, like I have to be more masculine. It's not about being more masculine. But what women screwed up on, and I was one of these women, I was developing this amazing masculine, right? Just like, I'm just going to balls to the wall, get shit done, accomplish stuff, like, run anything over. I mean, it was, you know, warrior aspect. I was captain of the rugby team. What the fuck? Like, it doesn't get more masculine than that. And you, we've, we've done so much of this, but the masculine aspect that we forgot to develop was the one that honors the feminine, the one that holds the feminine, the one that is in deep reverence to all of life itself. 
deep reverence to the feminine, deep reverence to the goddess, deep reverence to mother nature, deep reverence to the cyclical nature of life, deep reverence to those to those aspects of self, right? We, we weren't taught that. We also didn't have great um, role models for that. You know, I mean, but like I grew up and it was John Wayne. You know, he was like the dude or the, the camel cigarette guy. I don't know why he comes to mind, but, you know, he was like, you know, like, and it was this, this masculine aspect, but not this developing of conscious masculine, that aspect of conscious masculine, the one that, that really can hold that space for the feminine. You know, most of the masculine energies that we grew up with really were repeating those words of this is, this is too much. I can't handle this. Like that's too emotional for me. You are totally irrational. You're crazy. You're crazy. You've just gone crazy. You know, so we modeled our own inner masculine after that. And so we do that to ourselves. So that's something to feel into. Where are you at with yourself? How often are you saying, you're crazy, you're, you're crazy, that makes no sense, or oh my God, why are you so fucking emotional? Or, you know, all of those judgments around self, those, those self-critical judgments around our own feminine nature. Okay, that was a huge one, I feel like. That was a podcast in itself. <laughs> um, This one is point number three. We've touched on this with the wisdom centers already. So we've touched on heart wisdom, womb wisdom. Part of feminine healing, feminine consciousness, part of rise of the feminine, you know, awakening of the feminine is, is this aspect of embodiment. And it is embodiment of love, embodiment of the divine, embodiment of life. If you want to talk on a spiritual level about this, if you want to just talk... On a lower, it, it, it's, it is the body. It is, it is the body. And so one of the really important ways of healing the feminine and awakening the full feminine is loving the shit out of this thing. All the parts of it. All the parts of it. It is bringing energy and light and love into every single cell, every organ, every place, right? So just feel for a minute, where do you not want to put your hand on your body? Where is it hard to put your hand with love and acceptance on your body? where and you just feel you know for me it used to be like my butt (laughs) like my hips and my butt it was just like oh god I just want to like pretend that they're not there like I really want to just kind of pretend that it's not there right I want to pretend that I don't have stretch marks on my thighs I want to just I want to pretend and I don't want to go there I I don't want to go there I don't want to put my hands there I don't want to bring my consciousness there I don't want to, you know, like move my body there. And so that's just a quick thing to feel into in yourself as where are we not occupying? So this is, this is wild as I work with a lot of women who are occupying like here up in their bodies. They're, they're, they're occupying like 
sometimes heart, sometimes heart up, but a lot of times it's like shoulders up. Like that's the only area of the body that's really being occupied. Like it's being, it's, that's the only area that's being occupied. You know, there's, there's no somatic awareness of anything below the neck. There's no capacity to like, go to your heart. Like, what is your heart saying? I I don't know. Does my heart talk? Yeah. Yeah. It fucking talks a lot, all of the time, but we've not gone there. So that connection isn't, hasn't been created yet. Womb is even harder than heart for most, for most, for most womb or your yoni, right? Your vagina. What is your vagina saying today? People are like, it's funny, you've lost your shit. No, <laughs> I just have such an embodied, deep, intimate relationship with all aspects of my body that I can, and they don't speak a language, right? Like it doesn't, like my yonis, well, sometimes it talks in words, but it's not really, it's not, it's not like that. It's not logic. It's not ration. It's not reason. It's a different, but I can go and I can feel like, Hey, what's going on? Like, where are you at? And I can feel like, Oh, wow. Um, the, it, things are feeling really like tight. Like I feel really like lot. I feel tight. I feel, um, tension. I feel dry. I feel, you know, you can just go through all of it and you just like, Oh, okay. Well, let me, let me bring some life here. Let me bring some juice here. Let me bring some of the sacred waters here. Let me bring some aliveness here. Let me bring some love here. And then suddenly you're like, Oh wow, this is way better (laughs) than what it was before. You can do that with every aspect of your body from your toes to your hips, to your anus, to your yoni, to your womb, to your stomach, to your, um, solar plexus. I want to bring in this guy. Um, what is that guy? The, the breathing, um, diaphragm. I don't know why, but diaphragm felt like it really wanted to come in today. I think I was working cause I was working on my diaphragm earlier and just listening to what it had to say. <laughs> not happy today, <laughs> but it's, it's okay. Great. I can be here though. Like, what do you need? Oh, you just, Oh, you want to relax. Okay. Oh, I haven't been breathing deeply. Ah, oh, got you. Okay. All right. Great. We're, we're working on this. So a really big aspect of the feminine. And if you do nothing else, but you just start to do body-based practices, your stuff will change. Your life will change. Their ability for pleasure and joy will change. Your relationships will change. Your ability to stand in your truth will change. Everything will change. Everything will change. Energetics follow physical. Physical follows energetics. You can go both ways. So really honoring how physical the feminine is, how much she is movement, how much she is the dance of life, how much she is embodiment, right? She is embodiment and bringing all of these energetic wisdom centers online. That is an aspect of the feminine. That is a really powerful aspect of the feminine and it's extraordinarily healing, not just healing of your feminine, but it's healing of your whole body. Your whole body will change. It will change shape. Many women's bodies will change shape. They'll heal things. They never thought that they could heal. Mysterious low back pain just disappears. Hip pain gone forever. When we start to simply bring life, right? Like the, the juice of life, the sacred waters into those places in the body.
Okay. Um, there's two others that I've written down, and I think we've kind of covered them, but I think they're worth just mentioning. I don't want to make this podcast too long. But one is allowing yourself to receive coming into a really healthy, beautiful relationship with the receptivity of the feminine. So how this will show up for many of us on like a real like physical, tangible level is it will show up as I'm too, I'm too sensitive. I'm too sensitive. Actually, that's your feminine nature and it's a gift of your feminine. But what we're doing is we're shutting it down or we're denying it or we're ignoring it or we're putting a lid on it or we're demonizing it. You know, we're telling it it's bad. We're demonizing it. Like I'm, I'm too sensitive. I'm too perceptive. I'm too empathic. I absorb too much. I pick up too much. Go fuck yourself. That's the feminine. Like I have such a roar around this because it's not that you're too sensitive. It's that your feminine is switched on. It is beautiful. It is wonderful. It is amazing. It's that the other parts of you can't handle being so feminine. It's that you don't have that solid masculine to support her to support those capacities. You haven't developed the nervous system to handle the sensitivities of the feminine. You haven't done your work. You haven't done your practices. You're just getting splayed open and bashed all of the time because you haven't shifted the nervous system wiring. You haven't shifted it from pain, um, fear-based side of it into the wisdom aspect of it, right? There is such wisdom to being that receptive, that perceptive, that empathic, that sensitive, that intuitive. There is such wisdom in it, but we've never been taught how to manage it. We've never been taught how to be in relationship to it. It comes back to how we grew up. It comes back to the society. It comes back to the judgment of the feminine. This is one of those judgments of authentic feminine gift and strength and wisdom that has crippled it has crippled that gift. That gift is crippled in our collective. It's crippled in our society. We've crippled it in ourselves because we don't have good relationship to it. We haven't integrated it into the rest of our system. We've tried to deny it, push it away. Like, I don't like you. I don't want you. How is that ever going to integrate? How is it ever going to integrate into our nervous system? How is it ever going to integrate into my heart wisdom? How am I ever going to be able to translate it into my mind to give me guidance to move forward based on what I'm picking up in my field, based on my sensitivities? So there is deep work to be done here, deep work to be done here. And that is one of the, the I'm not going to say biggest because there's a billion biggest ones, but it is one of the really important keys to healing our feminine is getting really healthy around our receptivity, our receptivity. So receptivity around sensitivity, empathicness, being receptive like that, but also our ability to receive love, you know, our ability to receive, to let it in. We, we, we lock it and we're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel, I don't want to let, I don't want to let love in. I don't want, or I don't want to let anything in because it's so painful. But so getting into coming into that real healthy place around our heightened sensitivity, 
around receptivity, getting really good at receiving, receiving everything and digesting it. You know, it's like, yeah, we, many of us receive it, but we can't digest it. We just get hit with it. And we're like, oh my God, I'm splayed out for three days because my grandpa was in a bad mood and he projected it on me. Well, that's not grandpa's fault. Like there's a way that we can shift us, right? There's, there's aspects in us to develop um, so that we can flow and weave and move. And that goes from being a painful, wounded gift to wisdom gift. It, it becomes a gift. It becomes wisdom. It becomes wisdom, integrated wisdom in our whole system. And there's a lot of guidance in there, right? There's a lot of intuitive guidance in there. There's a lot of wisdom in there, but we just have a lot, a heck of a time translating it um, and, and flowing with it and moving with it. So that's a huge one. Um, and then the final one, this is just kind of a fun and I'll make this one really quick is feminine is, is, um, what is this flow, right? So it's flow, it's rhythm. You know, you can sort of symbolically feel into things that we call feminine in our world. Like the moon we consider to be feminine, you know, she's a feminine aspect. So it's this this very cyclical nature, right? Woman's bleed every 30 days, 28 days with the moon cycle, right? You can start to feel into these natural rhythms, these natural rhythms of the world, like the rhythms of spring, summer, autumn, winter. There's these natural rhythms. There's natural rhythms happening all around us all of the time, all around us all of the time. And part of healing our own feminine is is starting to move into coming into rhythm with, honoring of, like the cycles, the cyclical nature of life the rhythm of life, we, we, we flow, we come into the rhythm of life, the rhythm of life, we dance with the rhythm of life instead of denying it or overriding it. So there will be times where, like this is just a little example, in my monthly, you know, my, my, my monthly cycle, and there are days, it's just like clockwork, where this is a quiet day for me, this is a winter, This is a quiet, internal winter. And when I can honor that, and I'm not overriding it, how often do we override that? You know, like intuitively, I know my whole body wisdom, my whole being just wants to be quiet and internal today. I'm in a winter, but I have a deadline or I have to go to work and I have to switch on. I have a boardroom meeting and I have to override winter. I have to push myself into summer. And so I'm, I'm actually hurt. You know, there's, what is that relationship? You know, how, how are you with that relationship of the feminine of natural cycles where we put man-made rhythm on top of that, you know, man-made rhythm of Monday through Friday, nine to five, we're in a corporate office building. Well, I don't really see the sun doing that or the, the moon doing that. I mean, at least we're working 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You know, at least we're like in the rhythm of like daylight. We got that part right. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm just kind of poking fun at things, but 
to just feel into yourself, you know, how in touch with rhythms are you? How in touch with the cyclical nature, with mother nature are you? Where is that relationship? And that's just something to feel into. And I know for some women, not all women, that is their primary doorway into healing their own feminine is just getting out in nature, getting out in nature, getting rid of, you know, the fluorescent lights and the driving every day and just getting like barefoot on the ground in a tent. That is one of the most healing things for them on their, their path. So we're all called to different pieces of this and we've all got very different doorways um, to walk through and what we're called to do and how we're uniquely called to do it. So honoring all of that, honoring you for being here and making this happen. So grateful to our community. I know I say that all of the time, but it's, it is an honor. It's, it's really an honor, you know, wouldn't be here doing this if, uh, our community didn't support rewilding in the way that our community supports rewilding. So I'm just full of gratitude for that. And I hope that this served in whatever way it was meant to serve you. Um, however, whatever pieces <laughs> you've gotten from it or insights you've gained from it, again, it's it, it, just own it, you know, like own what was there for you and own your truth in the path and own what sings to you and um, what maybe doesn't sing to you and honor that too, right? Honor your truth. Point number one, honor your truth, honor your inner knowings. All right. Um, so much love to you. I won't do any announcements in this one. You can find all of the events that we're doing, um, online workshops, womb healing and awakening happening in April. That'll be really exciting. Um, but I'll let you find all of those things. They're all on the website, rewildingforwomen.com. All right. Huge love to you. Mwah.